Code Red, author, entrepreneur, and retired professional boxer, and welcome to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I am your host, and I'm really excited about this part one of a two-part series I'm doing on psoriatic arthritis. Psoriatic arthritis. Have you heard of this? Have you even heard of this? This is a really serious condition. In fact, what I did on my phone as I pulled up some facts about psoriatic arthritis. I want to read them to you. What is psoriatic arthritis and why the heck should I even be doing this? Because it's a really serious condition that's treated with chemotherapy. Psoriatic arthritis is an inflammatory autoimmune condition that can affect both the joints and the skin. While the specific causes are not fully known, which <laughs> you'll hear I call bullcrap on that. It's believed that there are multiple proteins, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let me skip down a little bit. When these proteins become overproduced, they cause inflammatory response that contribute to pain and swelling in the joints and tendons and sometimes even red, thick, scaly, itchy skin. And if left untreated, storiatic arthritis may cause permanent joint damage. Here we go. Here are the symptoms. Look at this, you guys. Joint pain, swelling, reduced physical mobility, There are two words here I can't pronounce, so I'm just going to skip them. Skin plagues and nail changes. Fatigue, permanent joint damage. You're going to hear from two people. Today, you're going to hear from the first person, and next week, you're going to hear from the second person. Both certified coaches, both have dealt with crippling psoriatic arthritis. This first one is the one that you're going to hear from today is Kristen Small. Uh, She's a Code Red certified coach with us. But let me tell you, her story will blow you away. I just let her, uh, we already recorded this, and I just let her just take off and talk. I said, I'm going to, I mean, I interrupted her like two times just to ask for clarification on something. And I just said, I want to hear everything about what happened. And guys, your jaw will be on the floor. This girl, I can't, I'm not going to try to tell you because I wouldn't be able to do it justice. But this girl, her life was totally 180 degrees changed. Her life was saved. She is completely healed from her psoriatic arthritis, and it is remarkable. So she's going to walk you through how it started, what was going on in her life, what she had to go through on a day-to-day basis just to get out of the bed. She couldn't wear shoes. Like, it was just awful. She couldn't even, uh, you guys, she couldn't drive because she couldn't wrap her hands around the steering wheel. She couldn't wrap her hands around the shopping cart, so she couldn't push the cart. She had to have one of her kids push the cart. I mean, it was just every single task of every day, of every minute of every day was debilitating. It was awful. And uh, when she was certifying, I was sitting in the room with her. We were going through the certification course. This was over a year ago at the time of this recording. And um, I never, I got to kind of hear bits and pieces, but she actually sat here for 20 minutes and told me the entire story. And I just, you could have knocked me over with the feather. I couldn't believe it. And how Code Red was able to save her. She saved herself through using Code Red methods. So I really want you to understand psoriatic arthritis and share this podcast with anybody who might be struggling with some sort of a rheumatoid arthritis or autoimmune disease or something like this, because truly it's not the doctors, the traditional medical doctors aren't talking about it. They're not talking about your diet. Nobody brought up diet to her. Nobody brought up what she was eating and drinking and how she was sleeping. Nobody brought that up. And yet when she changed to real food, water and sleep, hmm, and she got off the drive-through and she got off the chemical processed crap, my gosh, that's when her condition completely reversed. So I hope you enjoy this. Um, she is such a sweet woman, married, four kids, 
and has been with Code Red for a while now and just absolute, just a sweetheart. So I hope you enjoy this. I hope it really touches you. Share this podcast, rate, review, share this podcast with anybody you think needs to hear this. Remember, don't just preach at people. Just share the podcast. Let the podcast speak for itself. Let her story speak for itself. It's a testimony. And hopefully the person, maybe you or someone you know, this testimony is going to resonate with them. Remember, this is part one of two parts. Next week, we're going to have part two. And I hope you enjoy this, you guys. Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, thank you for tuning in. Here is Kristen Small. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate Kristen coming at you. Thank you for being here with us. And, uh, you know, I'm going to ask you to really share some down, deep, dirty, personal stuff with all of us. And I know that that's going to get into some areas, maybe some darker areas of your life. And thank you for being willing to do that. Absolutely, Christy. You know, it's an honor and a privilege to be sitting on this side of the experience that I've been through. And I'm so grateful and thankful for you, your knowledge, the years you spent sifting through the, the truth and the lies to get us to where we are right now and to bring Code Red to the masses. Uh, my journey started seven years ago when I was pregnant with our fourth child. I had a terrible pregnancy. It just every day was something new, something worse. And I just kept thinking that I would bounce back. After having my baby, I was just going to bounce back like I did the other three times. I'm a mom of four. And it just didn't happen. He was born. And there was no change. It just continued to get worse and worse and worse. I just... I was a, a mom of four, like I said. My husband traveled and he was gone three to four weeks out of the month. So it was all on me to take care of the kids, you know, 24 hours a day, all the meals, all the cleaning, the yard work, the vehicles, whatever you name it, had to be done. It was on me to do. Plus, I had the newborn. So there were times when um, I would think to myself, you know, there's no way I could go another day. I had brain fog, I had pain. I, my sleep was about 20 to 30 minutes in a chunk at a time. Yeah, I would fall asleep at night and it would take me forever to fall asleep, getting comfortable because the pain was just, it was in every joint, the muscles, the tendons, the ligaments, it was everywhere. So as soon as I would fall asleep, I'd have 20 to 30 minutes, I'd wake up, something would just be just pounding me or you know digging in, the pain was awful. I would rub diclofenac, you know, it's like an anti-inflammatory ointment all over whatever that spot was and try to get back to sleep. So my sleep was you in didn't little tiny chunks. You, you didn't know that the pain was, you just had pain everywhere. You didn't know what it was at this point? That's right. And I had a doctor who was willing to prescribe me this ointment just for the pain, just for the pain. Just, And I think that honestly, I thought I was a little bit out of my mind because I was an athlete growing up. I Nothing slowed me down. I was willing to take big risks and do all kinds of fun and crazy things. And I thought, how in the world could something like this all of a sudden, I mean, it came on fast. How all of a, all of a sudden could I just be this person 
who would just stare at a wall and not figure out what to do next. It was a mental fog that was, that alone was debilitating, but I couldn't wear shoes. I wore flip-flops even in the winter. I couldn't, the pain of actually the movement of getting my foot in a shoe, I just couldn't do. Yeah, there w- I went through all kinds of men's flip-flops because they were wider and bigger and they didn't put pressure anywhere on my foot. So I went through you know, the pain of not being able to wear shoes when my little guy was, uh, was a newborn. My thumbs got so bad, I couldn't, you know, you have to, the diapers, you have to actually pull them with your thumb. Well, I had to pinch them like a crab kind of, you know, I had to pull this way. I could no longer play basketball, volleyball, tennis, the things that I love to do with my husband because my elbow would not go straight. It was close to a 90 degree angle at all times. It was just that stiff. It just wouldn't straighten out. When it got to the worst point, I had all of my fingers were a swan neck. I don't know if you've seen that deformity, but I know. And if you can see them now, I've got my fingers are completely normal and functioning, but they were swan neck. When I went in, I should back up a little bit. So my husband and I, he was traveling. And so one night, this was my, I'll get to my breaking point. How about I'm going to share this with you though, because I mean, we're going to be real and raw. I would get those 20 to 30 minute chunks of sleep, but then I couldn't wake up with my kids and just have a normal, you know, they come pile in bed with mommy and cuddle. There was none of that because I'd have to wake up about three to four hours before them. And I would find a way to get to my bathroom. Christy, sometimes it was an army crawl. Sometimes I had to inch with my shoulders and push with my feet. It just depended on what was hurting the most. But I would slither out of my bed and pull myself to my bathroom. And I would get on the shower floor. I would lay there under the hot water until my muscles, my joints were relaxed enough to be able to stand and start my day. I would lay there, Christy, until the water would run cold most days because I just had no other way to start my day. So you're saying, Kristen, that you're, you were so seized up in the mornings and in so much pain, your body was just so stiff that you had to just any way you could sometimes scoot on your bottom, sometimes army crawl, any way you could inch to the bathroom to the, where the warm water would warm up your body. That's how seized up you were. Yeah, absolutely. I would have terrible nightmares at night if I lay on my back, just that the pain was so bad that it just, uh, I just ended up in nightmares. So I was not really wanting to sleep very much because it was just, to me, it was pain. It was fear. I knew that as soon as I laid long enough and was still long enough, that seizing up, that stiffness would happen. So I would, I would do that every morning until I was well enough. And like I said, my husband was gone. He was traveling. So I had no choice but to do whatever I could. I was a little stubborn, a little hard-headed. You probably know that about me. But I, I didn't think for some reason, I, I just was kind of not in my, my right mind thinking about the severity of it. I didn't go see a specialist. So I, I just put that off and put that off. And then one night, this was my breaking point. One night, there were sirens, lots of lights. You could hear the, you know, the loud rush of the fire engines and they were next door. And I had a knock on my door, Christy. And in that moment, I was overcome with fear. I was completely paralyzed because I knew if they were coming to tell me that I had to get my kids out of the house, there was no way I was going to be able to save all my children. And that as a mom, I was going to be forced 
to choose which one I was going to attempt to save. And that was my absolute breaking point. I refused to be that mom. And so I called my husband the next morning and I said, honey, we're moving. And so we moved out of our beautiful 4,000 square foot house into a home about half the size, a one story home where I knew all my kids were on one floor. My laundry was on the same floor. Uh, My kitchen was steps away and I could function better. So because of my crippling situation with psoriatic arthritis, we had to leave our family home. And it's something that I've felt a lot of guilt about, but it motivated me because at that point I decided I was going to seek treatment. So this was the first, the first, um, I don't want to say healing because it was really just a band-aid, but I went and saw an amazing doctor who referred me to an amazing rheumatologist and, um, the doctor, I just, I didn't have a family doctor. We had just moved to Boise not long before from the East Coast. I had no family here. I didn't know anybody, so I had no friends. So I didn't have people who could come and help me or you know, I didn't ask for referrals. This was a very private suffering of mine. And so I actually went to the first urgent care I could get into <laughs> with this, with these symptoms. And the doctor was looked at me like, are you what is wrong with you? Why have you not been helped before now? And so she actually called her friend who was a rheumatologist and he said, have her come up. I'll see her on my lunch break. So I did. And I walked in and um, he took a look at me and I started sharing with him just what had happened and kind of what my responsibilities were and why I couldn't live in this situation anymore. And he started me on treatment. And so what my treatment was initially was Celebrex, if you're familiar with the anti-inflammatory drug Celebrex. And I, I took the full dose of that twice a day. I took tramadol three times a day. I um, was on initially a loading dose of Embril, which is a biologic drug. And when the loading dose time ran out, we backed off. And that month, my body reverted back to a good deal of the symptoms. And he said, we can't do this. So, but uh, Kristen, you're, you're in your thirties. You, at this point, I think you're barely 40 right now at the time of this recording. Yeah, or, or, so yeah. you're in your thirties. Were you completely like, what is happening? I'm in my thirties yeah. and I'm seeing an, uh, an arthritis doctor. Yes. I was 35 when, I mean, when all this came on, when I was being diagnosed, I couldn't believe it. And Christy, like I said, I was an athlete. We grew up on steak and potatoes. My dad hunted. We had a garden. We worked hard. I was, I worked, we have a, a family hot springs and I would work every summer, you know, scooping cow pies. I'm not kidding. I would <laughs> shovel them into wheelbarrows and, you know, we worked hard and we ate a good deal off the land, honestly. And it was just a very good, healthy diet. When I was in my early 20s, I started working in, you know, in the workforce and I was on my own, a a young adult, and the fast food industry was very appealing. It was quick. I didn't have to cook for myself. I was in a drive-through, you know, it was, it was instant gratification too. I didn't have to go home and grill a steak bake a potato, you know, chop up the kale and the spinach. It was all right there. Even the salads and drive throughs it was all just right there. So for years, I lived on that until I met my husband and we started a family. And I started to cook again a little bit. But, but honestly, that, those years, 
I felt things coming on. And when I would play tennis with my husband, I'd, I'd injure myself easily, end up with you know, plantar fasciitis or tennis elbow or, you know, all these little things that start happening. Golfing, I would, you know, tweak my hip. <laughs> and so it was all these little things that happened. But then, yeah, when I was in my pregnancy, in that pregnancy, everything just kicked in. Yeah. You've so got, I was always got you yeah. on these drugs. How are yes. these, you guys have good insurance? Like what would it, what would it, <sighs> was it costing with the insurance? What would it have cost without? Okay. So these were weekly drugs and at one point weekly drugs and uh, $5,000 was easy a month, but I'll tell you what, Christy, listen to what happened though. I know, <laughs> I know. So when I was on that embryo and I was on that loading dose and it was working well, I went from not being able to go grocery shopping. I I could not physically walk into the store and grab a cart. I couldn't put my hands around the cart and push. I had to take a child with me. I had to take one of my kids with me. I was mortified. One of my, my oldest daughter had to help me by pushing the cart. I was always praying. I would not run into anybody that I knew from their school because I didn't want them to see me literally limping because it was so far to get from the car into the, I mean, into the grocery store and walk around. So yeah, that was life to, to drive. It had to be a good day for me to drive very far because I just couldn't have control. My thumbs were so bad. I, and it, I couldn't, you know, if my kids were at, uh, at their basketball game, if I was able to sit there, I couldn't clap for them. I had to pretend like I was clapping because I couldn't hit my hands together. They hurt so bad. It was, there were just so many, so many things and that you don't think about hairbrushing. I had three daughters with beautiful long hair and I got to the point where I couldn't braid their hair. I couldn't ponytail their hair. It was the little things I couldn't. Okay. Here's one that's, I couldn't use a vegetable peeler to peel carrots, potatoes, you know, cause I couldn't hold it wrapping presents at Christmas time. I couldn't cut and use the tape. I mean, it was just all the little things, Christy, it all added up. So, but when I was on Embril, I went from not being able to walk two blocks to the park by our house to being within two weeks, being on this loading dose, I was able to walk 35 miles. I went from, yeah, unbelievably, I couldn't, that's how much it helped me. So when I went, so I went from the loading dose back to the normal dose, my body started to revert. My doctor said, no, 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 we can't do that. So he put me back on the loading dose and I lived on the loading dose for two years. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nobody taught my- you about your diet or, or anything. And you're pretty big at this point. You were I'm trying to remember what your, what your starting weight was. Yeah, I was 285 pounds. When my baby was born, I was 299.8 and I had my son. You know, I lost the baby, not the baby weight, the weight of the baby. (laughs) But then I leveled out at 285 and just my weight, you know, a year and a half after he was born. And my blood pressure (laughs) was 189 over 145. (laughs) It was awful. And this was, I know, so many times they would, are we sure we shouldn't run you to the ER? And I'm like, nope, 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 this is where it runs. And it, it was impacted also by the drugs I was taking. So I was on medication, the ones I've mentioned, plus I was on a blood pressure medication. I was on a blood uh, medication for acid reflux, uh, and I had a lump in my throat from the, the acid reflux. So, I mean, it was just a barrage. It was a cocktail of medications. But what happened? So I was on these, this embryo for two years, and 
My insurance company didn't say anything. Everything was going just fine, except my liver function. My liver numbers, yeah, the enzymes that indicate liver failure, screaming high. Every time I'd go in, they were higher and higher. And finally, I said, I can't, I just don't want to hear it anymore. Unless it's an emergency, (laughs) just don't tell me because I can't think about it. But then my insurance company switched. I had to have a new insurance company. And the new insurance company did not approve my embryo. Kristen. Yes. And I was a mess because I had gone from not being able to walk, not being able to function properly as a mom, to my kids finally having a mom again. Finally having somebody who was vibrant. I could vacation and I could throw the ball with them. And, and I hurt still. I was still in pain. But I got through it because I knew I had lots of years of, of being able to, you know, piece things together. But the insurance company denied my embryo. They And I was shocked because we'd been on this great two-year run. And they said that it was not an FDA-approved dose. So I had been on a double dose, basically, double what the FDA approves for two years. But it was working for me. Everything except my liver. So anyway, what happened was I started burning through biologic drugs because I had psoriatic arthritis. I had the psoriasis, which covered when I went in the first time to see the doctor, all over my arms, down my from my elbow down my to my wrist, down my shins, um, my knees, the backs of my knees. My scalp was completely covered. My ears. It finally started coming across my face through my eyebrows, and um, so I was a mess. My skin was awful. So. The embryo was amazing because it, it, it helped all of this. And what it does, Christy, what these biologic drugs do is they basically turn down your immune system, turn off your immune system so that it's no longer fighting against your, your own body. And um, so that's it. I needed to have a big dose of that to really shut it down. So during all this time, if my kids came home from school sneezing, I got it. <laughs> you know, if there was any kind of infection or viral bacteria, whatever, I got it. So I was constantly on antibiotics also, which was killing my gut. Yeah. Yeah. So I was burning through these biologic drugs like crazy. I was just going through one after another. Uh, finally, my doctor said, Kristen, uh, we need to talk because we're out of options. There's no other next option. And I wasn't really that stable at that point because I was having to switch the biologic drugs. They would help a little for a few weeks, six, eight weeks. And then I would suffer for a month before we'd switch it and the insurance would approve it. These are expensive drugs. At the very highest, Christy, right before I found Code Red, $26,000 a month. No! Yes. $26,000 a month. Yes. Oh my gosh. And on that one, I wasn't even in complete relief. It wasn't doing everything I needed. So I want to tell you this. It's kind of funny. I was leading a Bible study, which was, I was that, that gal who they, um, there was a two-story building and they, they put all the younger gals on the second floor because that's where, you know, it was easier to get up and down the stairs. And I had my room on the first floor. (laughs) The stairs were not easy for me to navigate. You know, there was all these little things in my life. But in my Bible study, a friend, Robin, said, Kristen, you know, I'd shared little bits and pieces of my story through the, you know, in the study. And she said, Kristen, I know of something that could help you. Christy, I had been on 
I'm not going to name the names, every weight loss, pill, shake, junk. I mean, I even ordered this stuff once that was, I had to actually sign a disclosure saying I would never talk disparagingly about the company publicly. So I won't say the name, but what it was, was a substance that was like a powder that you mixed with the water and you choke it down and it became a solid ish, like a, almost like a hard jello. I know in your stomach, it was, it was called a gastric bypass alternative. I am telling you, I had tried it all. And um, so this friend of mine said, Kristen, you should look into Code Red. And I said, oh, another, <laughs> I've done them all, you know, a sweet friend trying to help me. And she had no idea how much I'd been through. And so I said, well, you know, I'm actually looking at getting gastric bypass and or some kind of stomach surgery. So I researched them a little bit and I had called down to a clinic in Mexico to have my stomach done. Um, and they told me that I wasn't a qualified candidate because of how sick I was medically, how there were just too many chances, they said, for something to go wrong because of the load of medication I was on and everything else. So when that was a fail, I said, Robin, tell me more about this. And she actually sent me Jade Gallagher's story. Jade is also uh, a coach who has suffered from psoriatic arthritis. And so when I heard her story, the interview you did with her, I said, well, you know what? There's hope for me. And it was the first time since all of this had started that I actually felt like there might be hope for real, true relief of the symptoms on my own, my own body being able to have this kind of relief. So I um, ordered your book. And I, it was, it was, I, let's see here, October, I ordered your book. I didn't open it. I actually ended up, sat there on my nightstand and I finally wrapped it up and put it under our Christmas tree for myself. (laughs) And I I remember thinking, gosh, I wish I had that book now, you know, for weeks it was under the Christmas tree. And uh, but Christmas morning, I opened the book and I had it finished before I went to bed. I just was sucked in. It was like (laughs) that you couldn't pull me away from that between, you know, the the playing with the kids and everything. I was, but I stayed up late and I finished your book and I knew that I knew that I knew that this was for me. So I signed up for the challenge that was starting January 14th. And, um, a gal who had taught my girls in school, you know, Michelle Knight, she ended up in the same challenge and we, we found each other in there. And, uh, started January 7th. So January 7th, I started Code Red. And my first week, I lost 14 pounds. And having that 14 pounds gone, you know what a relief, because that was a good deal of inflammation too. So I felt a whole lot of relief. And my brain fog, even though I was doing better being on the medication, my brain fog was gone. And my doctor called and, and he said, okay, the next option, Kristen, is chemo you're going to have to go on chemo. Um, Yeah. And so I said, you know what, let's wait, let's wait and just see how I do. I'm feeling a little bit better. So he called me again, two weeks later. I said, no, let's hold off. So he called me again a week later. So at this point I was 30 days into code red and I was down 27 pounds and I could put shoes on (laughs) and I, I was feeling like a new person. And I said, you know what, doc, actually I'm going to move my appointment I didn't see him on my regular scheduled appointment. So I didn't see him until I'd been on code red for over six months. And, you know, at my four month mark, I was down 80 pounds. And by the time I finished in eight and a half months, it was 135 pounds. I had 
uh, completely off every medication, every medication. That's $26,000 worth of medication. <laughs> it was and completely off every medication within 60 days of being in your maintenance program. I had a normal blood pressure. I had normal cholesterol. My liver enzymes were completely normal, which absolutely shocked my doctor. Made me draw labs a second time just to make sure that everything was legit on my labs. I mean, everything in my life was back to normal. Plus, I was a normal weight. I was, for the first time in my adult life, I wasn't obese. I don't know about anybody listening right now, but I have heard this story before, and yet my jaw is on the floor because it's, we're talking 130. This is like so far down the list, but 135 pounds in eight months, but completely healed, if I can say that, I mean, of her psoriatic arthritis and all the things that the plantar fasciitis, everything that went along with it, off all medications, $26,000 worth of medications off. And so the relationship with your kids, how did all that change? The relationship with your husband, how did all that change? Oh my goodness. I think the, one of the, the best side effects of this, if I can use that word for this, my husband, so during this time, I hadn't mentioned it, but my husband was the sole breadwinner for our home and he had to leave his job, a very good paying job that he was traveling. And he had to take a local job that paid 75% less than what he was making because I could no longer take care of the home and the kids. So that was all happening in the midst of all this. So as I was getting better and I was on the drugs and, you know, it was, I was seeing some improvement. He was able to get his job back and go travel. But he, I think in the back of his mind, he was very nervous. He had a fear of like, what if, you know, what if she has a bad day? What if something happens and it just, you know, comes out of left field and she can't handle it or she can't, I can, I'll tell you what, what did happen one day. After being on Code Red for two months, just two months, we were um, having some work done on our one of our vehicles, one of our SUVs. And, and so we're, I was using the backup SUV that we don't usually drive. And so I drove my son to preschool and he was just two days a week, you know, this little, and he was only there for two and a half hours. I got back home and I did some stuff, prepping our dinner. And then I went to go get him and I was just going to, I was just going to go to the library first, run a couple errands, but I was going on my way to get him and the car the Tahoe didn't start. It didn't turn over. Christy, you know what I did? <laughs> this is crazy. I went on YouTube and I, I figured out how to take the battery out of the Tahoe. I put it, wrapped it in a towel, put it in a backpack, put it on my back, rode my bike two miles to the auto parts store. And I plunked it down on the counter and I said, I need one of these. And they looked at me like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like You just rode from where? And I had, so I don't know if you've ever held a car battery. But those suckers are like 50 pounds. Yeah, they're super heavy. Anyway, and um, that was kind of, so I told my husband what I'd done. And I think at that point, he was like, she can do it again. You know, she can handle it. Because he was gone. He was out of town. There was nobody for me to call. Um, So my the relationship with my husband, you know, I'm back. And he has his wife again. And that by itself is just worth everything. But my kids, oh my goodness. I don't know if you, so... I have a 13 year old and she used to have these bumpy, you know, what they call chicken skin, um, the keratosis pilaris, you know, on the arms and that cleared up and her mood changed. She's been just a, uh, you know, a teenager <laughs> and a teenager's mind and body, but she's not that cranky highs and lows like a lot of teenagers are. Is and this then the one I, I met Kristen at Code Red event? 
Yeah, all of them were there. Yeah, the oldest. So yeah, so the oldest, that's the oldest. And then my next daughter, she is uh, just this absolute joy, heart of gold, Mother Teresa. I mean, just you you meet her and you just know why everybody is drawn to her. But she struggled, struggled in, in school with focus. We actually held her back a year in first grade. And by third grade, she scored a four on her ISAT, which is the highest you can score in Idaho because her diet changed, Christy. It was, she was a whole new kid. And then my nine-year-old during all of this, she was seven at the time. You might remember because she actually prays every night. Thank you, Lori, for Christy Nickel. Thank you. She created Code Red. Thank you that mommy loves veggies. I mean, so she has this long prayer she does every night. She's done it for two years. And she was diagnosed with celiac disease during this process. And so when she got the diagnosis, yeah, at eight years old, she got the diagnosis of celiac. She's, I said, we were talking about it. She said, what does this mean for me, mommy? Because she knew what you know, being diagnosed with something could be because she saw what happened to me. And I said, sweetheart, all you have to do is just keep eating the way you're eating. She was like, mommy, are you serious? I don't have to live in pain anymore. I don't have to go back to that pain. Just you know, So she was pretty severely, um, her numbers were really high on the celiac chart. So she's doing amazing. My little guy, he's a spitfire. He's so smart. And, and I think all of it is just a good, healthy diet. So my kids, they have their mom back too. We also have cut our grocery bill down <laughs> tremendously. We're not buying junk in, in the drive through So we're buying real whole healthy food and I'm in control of that. So I, you know, I buy the groceries so they eat what I buy and, and they're eating good food. So it's changed everything. I mean, you have to be careful. You can't get away with, you know, grabbing a handful of chips out of the bag or, or just, yeah, I'll just get a, I'll just get a kid's burger from McDonald's. Cause you have that, you have that tendency to have a flare up and, and your kids do too. So you, you guys are, you have to be careful. You guys are careful. Yeah. Yeah. The Christy, the roadmap that you gave our family, I don't know if you have any way to know, but it completely saved our family. It saved Mm -hmm. me. And it saved them from so much pain and suffering. And it's not just us. I know there are hundreds and thousands of families out there just like us, people with autoimmune disorders, people who are just dealing with all kinds of mental, emotional, like anxiety to food that triggers this anxiety in these teenagers is unbelievable. Uh, You know, I learned as I was going through this, that when you have this damaged gut and it, you know, and the, the bacteria, the gut bacteria leaks out into your system. I read a study that they found the, this gut bacteria in the joints of patients with rheumatoid arthritis, and it was actually destroying the joints. And I thought, you know, it's doing this all over. It's just wreaking havoc in our bodies, not just somebody who has an autoimmune disorder like me and so many others, but in general, it breaks people down. And so the healing, what you've put together, and Christy, the years, you did all the hard work. You did the heavy lifting. You did, you went to college, you did, you were a professional, you know, trainer to the stars, you were a professional athlete, you've seen it all and done it all. And you were able to weed through it. You were able to weed through it and provide this incredibly simple system for us to follow. And in my first 30 days, I told you in my first 30 days, I lost that 27 pounds, but I learned why sleep was important. I learned how to properly hydrate my body. I learned about foods that heal and foods that poison and why we choose foods that heal. I learned all of these things in that simple 30-day challenge. And I said, you know, why would I not go to the next level with this person? She knows what she's doing. So I bought the custom program and my husband was all in. You know, he'd seen me spend thousands of dollars on treadmills and 
stair climbers and this junk that bloats your stomach. <laughs> He'd seen me spin it all. And he did not bat an eye when I said I wanted a custom program with Christy. And so, I mean, the custom program hands down was what sealed the deal for continuing at the rate that I was. I didn't have those big blips and stalls that eliminated all of that. And then learning how to maintain. So I've been in maintenance now for almost a year and I've just felt amazing. And you have taken it all the way with Code Red. You went into a leader and then you went and you became a Code Red certified coach. And now you work full time for Code Red, bringing the message of hope and healing to thousands of people all over the world through our program, through our challenges, through our custom program, through people in maintenance. And it's it is such a, like a rags to riches story almost, you know, and actually speaking of money, you do have as an independent contractor for a skincare line on the side. And that worked well with being a mom and, and not have, you know, being able to work with your schedule, but you weren't able to do, you know, work at Home Depot or do things like that. Mm. You weren't able to do that because of this. So this has enabled you physically to do anything you want. Absolutely. And something that you gave me that there you probably don't even know because it's just not something I share often, but my I found what I was made for. I mm-hmm. found my voice. I know what God put me on this earth to do. And you know, without my struggle, I didn't have the vessel I needed in order to share what needed to be shared through my eyes and through, you know, to help those people who have a similar situation. So it's, it is, it's an honor and a privilege to be able to do what I do because I get to help you share your, your program with thousands of people, people who desperately need to get their health back, you know, and and it's great to be a size four or size six or, you know, a size eight. If for me, I started out in a size 24 and I'm, I wear size four, six. That is great. Don't get me wrong, but that's not why I'm here. You know, that was just a bonus. That was truly just a bonus. The, the real meat of this was the healing. And then my body was able to do the rest, but there's no program out there like Code Red. I've done them all. I know. <laughs> I know. There's nothing that delivers the information, the support, and the community that you've put together with Code Red. Kristen, I cannot thank you enough for sharing your story with us. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being here and letting it all hang out. And uh, gosh, I just truly appreciate this. This is part one of the psoriatic arthritis the prison of pain. And Kristen, you're no longer in that prison. And it, it yeah. was, a, you would probably describe it as a prison. Oh, it was worse than prison. It was hell. Yeah. It yeah. was hell. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe I'll, yeah, I like that. I like that better. <laughs> Thank you, Kristen. <laughs> you guys stay tuned for part two next week. Thank you again, Kristen. What a great Thank story. You. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Do you have a question that you'd like me to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? Then all you have to do is head over to Apple Podcast on your phone or computer and do three simple things. Leave a rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast. And in that review, ask anything you want related to health, weight loss, or mindset. And if you want a shout out, leave your Instagram handle or name. That's all. Then listen in to hear your question answered live, raw, and uncut on the next Q&A episode. So I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.